0: Everyone ...remembers where they were the day Princess Diana died. It was a tragic event that dominated the news all over the world. In the UK, it was the only story being reported, and most of the papers even put black borders around their front pages as a mark of respect. In the small hours of the 31st of August, 1997, Diana and her boyfriend, Dodi Al-Fayed, were being driven by chauffeur Henri Paul away from the Ritz-Paris Hotel, when disaster struck. Their Mercedes smashed into a pillar in the Pont de l'Alma underpass as they tried a high-speed escape from the chasing paparazzi. Within hours, the people's princess was pronounced dead. The most photographed woman in the world had been killed as her lover's security team played cat and mouse with photographers desperate for a rare shot of the couple together. Whatever the rights and wrongs of what happened, this tragic event would change the way British newspapers in particular would cover the royal family. After Diana's death, things were never going to be the same again. The backlash against the media was instant, but the fallout would continue for many years to come. As it happens, the terrible news came through just three days after I had begun my first job in journalism. I could not have predicted, as a young cub reporter on a local paper, what a long-term impact those events in Paris were to have on my career. I had always been a fan of the royal family as individuals, even though as an institution I felt it was perhaps outdated and anti-democratic. As a politics graduate, I had written countless essays on whether Britain would be better as a republic. In fact, I always felt the royals represented little more than a living museum, a throwback to the empire that people just enjoyed gawping at. The goldfish bowl they occupied must have been, I thought, a hellish place to live. No palace, privilege, or position could be worth the life sentence of being trapped in the spotlight purely because of an accident of birth. I would rather have been born into the Adams family than the House of Windsor, and that remains my view. My desire to become a journalist had nothing to do with royal coverage or the high-profile tabloid soap opera that had been played out since Diana's marriage to the Prince of Wales began to unravel. I was interested in meeting people, writing, and having a job that would get me out of the office. Now, as a trainee reporter for the Tunbridge Courier in Kent, I was tasked with trying to get some kind of local angle on the story. The chief reporter decided to send me down to the railway station to try and speak to the people about the biggest story for decades. The outpouring of public grief centred on the gates of Kensington Palace in London. Thousands of people were flocking to Diana's home in the capital to lay flowers and messages in response to the awful news. I was asked to go down to Tunbridge Station to see if I could find anyone who had made that pilgrimage, and interview them for the following week's edition. With the exception of writing about Morris dancers visiting a Tunbridge pub, this was my first assignment as a reporter. My shoes had been proudly polished, and I was wearing a brand new suit, with a tie bought for me by my mother as a reward for getting through my interview with the paper. I was so excited about getting a job as a reporter. I had only just graduated from university, and this was my dream career. The local paper would train me, and although the pay was dreadful, at least I didn't have to fork out on a postgraduate journalism course with no guarantee of a job at the end. So... The first trip out of the tiny office above a shop in Tunbridge High Street was a real milestone for me. It was the first time I would meet the public face to face, and with a bit of luck, get some good quotes and my first byline in that week's edition. Finding people that fitted the bill wasn't difficult. Dozens were setting off or returning from London on the train in their bid to pay their respects. I pulled out my brand new notepad and approached two middle-aged women who had clearly just returned from Kensington Palace. "'Hello,' I said. "'I'm really sorry to bother you, but I'm a reporter from the Tunbridge Courier. "'I'm trying to speak to anyone local who's been up to Kensington Palace to lay flowers.' The reply I was given is ingrained in my memory. "'Why don't you fuck off and leave us alone?' snarled one of the women. "'You're not killed, Diana. You're nothing but scum!' barked her friend. As first interviews go, it's fair to say mine wasn't the best start. I was so shocked by their response and didn't dare try and explain how it was my first week